Canadians get made fun of too much in Christmas movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Watched It, the show about shows. I'm your host, Caitlin Bridger. I'm a professional flutist who would usually rather be watching TV. On today's mini-sode, producer Jackie and I will be once again committing a sin by discussing movies. Our 14th episode back in October was about our favorite fall films, and today we'll be divulging our top three favorite Christmas films. And look, am I Christian? No. Do I adore Christmas? Yes. It is the best time of the year, and you cannot convince me otherwise, so just don't even try. If you are listening to this episode on December 5th when it's released, then that means tomorrow is my 29th birthday. And what better birthday present could you give me than subscribing to our show? You can even go the extra mile and leave us a cute little review on Apple Podcasts and give us a quick star rating on Spotify. And last but not least, forward our show to your friends and family because who doesn't love talking about TV and sometimes movies together? Thank you so much for listening and for supporting us. Hi, Jackie. Hello, Caitlin. How are you doing on this fine fall slash winter day? You know, I'm doing great today. I had a little cold today. I'm starting to feel so much better. My voice has not gone away. So I'm really grateful for that. So we could record this. And I love talking about Christmas movies. Is there a better topic that exists? I mean, I know TV is our passion, but like in terms of movies, I think Christmas movies might be my favorite category, though I'm also partial to like those like slow movies, like After Sun, Past Lives. I dig those. But like this time of year. Yeah, it's wonderful. It was interesting, though, looking at all these Christmas movies, I realized, I know there's a ton out there, but I realized I just rewatched the same ones over and over and over again. Like, there really aren't that many that I've seen. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, because even for my honorable mentions, I was like, there's so many, but I have like this huge list on the website Notion where I keep track of like themed movies. So I have one for fall and one for Christmas. And the one for Christmas is so long, but like I started putting in green the titles of movies that I haven't seen yet. And there's a ton there. But yeah, like most of it is just things I rewatch over and over again, and they don't get old. Before we dive into our list, though, we have a very important task, which is to talk about our TV time stats. And I'm pretty sure it's been a while since we've explained what TV time is. So if it's someone's first time you know, listening to us, Jackie, what is TV time? TV time is a wonderful app where you can log what TV shows you've seen and you can check out statistics. You can see when your next episode is premiering. You can keep track of what you want to watch now, later, what you stopped watching. It's it's a really fun app and I highly recommend you get it. Follow us. Oh yeah. We both love it. Jackie introduced me to TV time. Jackie has introduced me to life-changing things like so the first one being tv time the second one while being like at least convincing me to use letterboxd because i like had it and then didn't use it whatever so we also have letterboxd accounts you can find both our tv time and letterboxd accounts in the show notes by the way but also jackie introduced me to the google chrome browser extension i think it's called video controller or video speed controller and any video like it could be an instagram reel it could be a youtube video it could be anything that has a video on a web page, you can like change the speed that you watch the video at. And 
Yeah, that was life-changing. So when Jackie recommends something to you, <laughs> you would be loath not to take her up on that. So <laughs> just saying, just putting that out there. Jackie, what is your TV time stat for movies specifically? So I'm cheating slightly because I'm actually not using TV time for my, <gasps> my Fake fan. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm using Letterbox because it's more accurate than my TV time. I don't have all of my movies logged on there. And I think it would take me forever to compare both. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I tried once and I gave up. <laughs> so this is a pretty accurate number, I believe. But it also includes some miniseries. So mm. keep that in mind. But 2,134 films which is 4,312 hours. And my little anecdote type thing today is actually a little different as well. On my stats on Letterboxd, it says I've seen films from 46 countries. Wow. So I just want to tell you guys, I have 149 countries left. So if there are any foreign films you want to recommend to me, feel free, send us an email, uh, DM anything. I need to get to those 149. I don't even know if that's possible. That's amazing. I love it. So my TV time stats are sort of trailing in comparison, but that that's okay. I try to catch up each and every day. I am currently sitting at one month, 21 days, and six hours of movie time watched in my lifetime. And that equates to 580 movies. Uh, so I'm like, what, like a quarter less more than a quarter of the amount of movies you've seen. The stat that that goes with would be that at this age, let's say one month, 21 days, a baby is at the stage of crying to communicate their needs such as hunger, discomfort, or fatigue. And realistically, at my almost 29 years of age, uh, highly relatable. <laughs> I too cry to communicate my needs such as hunger, discomfort, and fatigue. <laughs> so you know, all these movies I've watched, I mostly cry during every movie anyway. So I thought this was a very fitting stat for my TV time movie stat. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like your stats would be actually a lot higher, but you've rewatched movies a lot. Yeah. Maybe like time spent watching is probably way higher because TV time doesn't include like rewatches in the stat essentially it's still fun to log like pride and prejudice i think on tv time at least i've logged it like five or six times oh wow so diving into our favorite topic christmas movies jackie which movie is number three on your list so my number three is the santa claus nice. and i would also include the second movie in the franchise in this as well i think they're so fun i really do like watching it as a kid and I wish I could remember. I mean, I probably still believed in Santa. I hope nobody listening to this is finding out right now that maybe Santa is or isn't real. <laughs> but- <laughs> I like it leaving it open. You know, he could be, he couldn't be. He could be. I mean, we don't know everything. <laughs> what if Santa was actually here? Okay. It's just so magical and fun. Like the idea that, like, you know, of Santa Claus as a kid, if you believe in Santa Claus as a kid and like, they just kind of personified it and made it like, this is the way that it could potentially work. And I also think it's quite humorous as well. And there's little iconic moments in it. For example, like Judy's hot chocolate. I think her name is Judy. I think about that all the time. I'm like, what does her hot chocolate taste like? Like somebody needs to make a recipe for it and say that this is her recipe because my whole life 
I've been wanting to try her hot chocolate. But anyway, it's just really, really a fun movie. And I had to say it. I think the third one's not great. They make fun of Canadians a little bit in it. And I I think that's offensive. I think it was a cheap joke. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I think actually Canadians get made fun of too much in Christmas movies. I don't know if this is a thing. But like, I feel like Canada is kind of like the North Pole. I can't like specifically point out examples right now, but I feel like this is an existing stigma. Well, it just always (laughs) makes me think of how I met your mother and how like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I feel like that's like the most intense like bullying of a Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I hope you're not going to get mad at me. I don't think I've ever watched it like beginning to end. Yeah. I definitely caught clips and stuff when I was living, still living with my parents, like growing up, you know, because we had cable. But um, there's so many movies that, especially like that I log on Letterboxd or TV time that I go like, I've watched it, but like it was on cable. And like, we've, I think we've talked about this in previous episodes, but that was such a different experience yeah. compared to nowadays when things are streaming or even having DVDs of something where you sit down, you choose the time to watch, you pause, you play. Like when you're catching a movie on cable that's just happening on at a certain time at night and you don't control it like i've quote unquote seen so many movies but i also haven't seen them you know because of that so that's one of them but i'm gonna add it to my super long notion list but it's one of those things where i don't know if it's good because of nostalgia or if it's like genuinely entertaining you know and so i guess you'll find out for yourself but i will report back absolutely (laughs) but i feel like yeah i mean i personally give more of a pass to Christmas movies. I mean, like, I think a couple years ago, I watched like a handful of the really shitty, like Hallmark type ones. And those I was like, okay, that's enough for one season. I don't need to, to do this to myself anymore. (laughs) But like, as movies, like I'm not going into Christmas movies, hoping that they're going to like change my life. I think. Yeah. Okay. I I think the nostalgia is good enough for me, you know? (laughs) Plus it is fun. Like just the whole, world of Christmas in this is it's very fun uh, and imaginative. So I think you'll like it, but who knows? We'll find out. (laughs) Maybe next year you can report back. Yes. No, I'm sure I will. And it's from the 90s, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 90s movies are truly next level. So yeah. (laughs) So my number three movie is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, specifically the one from 2000, the live action one. However, I do love and rewatch the animated one from the 60s every year as well. So I like that too. But I think this movie is hilarious. It is goofy and it's definitely a classic. I mean, I know it just seems like a funny movie, but I feel like the attention to detail in that movie is quite high like the production value is actually like fairly high I feel like for the time at least and for the fact that it's a Christmas movie also I feel really bad for Jim Carrey because I think I've seen clips or heard stuff where like the makeup he had to wear for that movie was obviously took like hours and hours and hours and he had to do all these crazy stunts and shit and I don't know what but I think I heard that he had like a pretty (laughs) awful time making that movie so I feel bad for him it probably helped with the acting like I'm in a bad (laughs) mood because I actually am uncomfortable like yeah no for sure and like typically I don't love to see like men on screen who are really mean or something as the protagonist Mm -hmm. but again I make an exception here it's really fun to see a cold heart defrosting during Christmas time. Welcoming in the Christmas magic into your heart, I think, is just 
that can't get old. <laughs> I also feel like it's one of those like villain stories where it's like actually the town is a little bit more of the villain, right? Like yes, he's portrayed as the villain, but actually it's kind of them. They feel very human, even though I know they're who's. <laughs> I think it's very effective in a way, like emotionally, to show. It's like you're saying the the specific and universal thing. Yeah, <laughs> like they're who's and he's a Grinch, which doesn't really exist on our Earth, but like. You can feel all the emotions with the bullying when he's younger and the misunderstanding and people judging him. Like literally, I think I texted you this recently, but the Grinch makes me cry so hard when he's a baby. And I think he's cute <laughs> when he's a baby too. And when he shaves his face and, and the people Oh my God, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I start crying so badly every time. Like I literally can't handle it. And when I was a kid, I remember we saw it in theaters and I didn't know what it really was going into. I don't think maybe I had seen the cartoon. I don't know. But I just remember sitting there in theaters, like as a child, sobbing, being like, this is like the saddest movie ever. I can't control my emotions right now. Aww. And the Faith Hill song, where are you, Chris? Like, it just is, it's very emotional. <laughs> it is though. It really is. And Taylor mom's in. I think she's so cute in it. Mm, really cute. Whoever was singing the songs, I don't know if it was her voice singing or not. I could be mean and say it sounds terrible, but it's a, it's a child's voice, right? <laughs> and it so pretty pretty perfectly fits the the movie. Also, what I love about this movie is that there's like a ton of innuendos and puns yeah. that are really like sexual or like just really funny for adults, I feel like. So I find that. Also, I love Christine Bransky, yeah. Molly Shannon. Just like everyone in this actually is yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> so Jackie, what's number two on your list? My number two is the wonderful film Elf. Woo I absolutely love this movie. It still makes me laugh so hard. You guys should watch me watch this movie because you'd probably be like, wow, are you five years old? Like that makes you laugh. But like literally I still think it's so funny. I guess this is a theme for my other pick number three the santa claus movies like i love them creating this world of what santa is what the north pole is but then also coming down to like modern society and like mixing that together and in a world where people like us even like we don't really believe in santa i don't want to speak for you but like i think we don't probably <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I haven't actually thought about it <laughs> 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 but I like how it kind of in the end makes you feel like there's a little bit of humanity has been restored and like there's a lot of really touching moments and again I think it's kind of similar to the Grinch in that I actually think it's a lot about somebody who's a little bit different than you and who gets judged and then in the end though people kind of like accept them and find a little bit more understanding and open up their hearts a little bit more even though he might have been seen as the other a little bit but just in general I think it's just such a funny well-written show and I think I'll keep watching it for the rest of my life truly yeah I agree because spoiler alert Elf is also number two on my list yeah <laughs> I will say I'm not a huge fan of, in general, of this genre of movie where it's like slapstick comedy type things. Like, I don't gravitate towards that so much. But this is the massive exception. I even just saw a tweet or something the other day, just like a random person on my feed that was like, it's time for us all to admit that Elf is like overrated. And I was like, sir, you're going to have to take away the word mm -hmm. us in there. Like, you do not speak for me. 
<laughs> it is not overrated. <laughs> it is perfectly rated. I think it's hilarious and it's over the top, but not over the top, right? It's not too much, but it's like just enough over the top that it's fun to enjoy still. <laughs> I love it. I love how much Buddy loves Christmas. I also feel like in this instance, like in the North Pole, he doesn't really fit in either, right? Like they make fun of him in the North Pole. And then when he comes to Earth, he doesn't fit in either. And when he comes to Earth, when he like, <laughs> you know what I mean? New York City. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> also, another thing is like, I think New York City is like magical at Christmas time too. So I agree. Having the setting be New York is like, wow. Like when you visit New York, it's like, wow, like that's where they the toy store is or like that's where the department store is and that's where you know like it just feels like elf kind of vibes it's like i can't believe they built the city that elf took place in uh, yeah. <laughs> also speaking of that scene where he decorates like that is unbelievably entertaining i think like what a cool scene jaw dropping like absolutely yeah i want i was about to say i want yeah. an elf <laughs> something <laughs> <laughs> I want a buddy in my life <laughs> to come decorate every Christmas. Also, there is another sort of melting icy heart in this movie with his dad, uh, James Kahn, RIP. I think that story is really funny because, I mean, he seems like a pretty, like, normal, douchey, white man type thing <laughs> in terms of, like, his character. Yeah. But he does grow to love Christmas and accept Buddy into his family. I don't know what his wife's doing with him because he seems like a shit husband. Yeah. But uh, again, you know, whatever. That's just what the early 2000s were like on <laughs> film, I think. <laughs> but yeah, the spirit of this movie is iconic. There's also really great songs, like the soundtrack. Yeah. And also, like, I totally agree that Baby is Cold Outside could be a controversial and like problematic, whatever. But I still really like that song. <laughs> so I love when him and Zoe Deschanel's character sing it in the shower. Mm -hmm. And like, ugh, yeah. like I understand what people are like, oh my God, that's creepy. He was like near her in the shower. But again, this is like the only man I will defend. <laughs> like, I'm like, look, this man is just basically a child. Okay. Like, which then I guess makes it creepy that he ends up with an adult woman. But like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> Too deep. It's just a great, funny movie. And he's a sweetheart. And uh, that's what I have to say about that. So before you divulge your number one movie, Jackie, which ones made your honorable mentions list? Okay. Well, first of all, The Grinch was on my honorable mentions. Well, How the Grinch Stole Christmas specifically. Woo. I also, I think this would have been ranked if I didn't already talk about it on the autumn films. I think it actually is more of a Christmas film after rewatching it with you recently. But Little Woman, and you can hear about my thoughts on our favorite yes. fall movies episodes. And I also put Last Holiday featuring Queen Latifah. Really wonderful winter. Also has some Christmas vibes movie. Like it, it's funny. It has a really nice message, I think. And it's a classic for me. I also saw that one in theaters when I was a kid. I was like, wow, this is such a good movie. And I think it still holds up. I really do. My last honorable mention is one that came out last year, Spirited. I think it was on Apple. TV, Apple Plus, or whatever. I don't know what it's called. I should know because we have a TV podcast. But anyway, but it is a spin of a Christmas carol and it's a musical too. 
it kind of makes fun of musicals in a way that if you like musicals, it's really funny. If you hate musicals, maybe, I don't know. I tried to show it to like half my family and they're like, we hate musicals. We're not watching this. <laughs> but then my sister and I watched it and we like watched it two days in a row because we thought it was like so funny. And the music is actually pretty entertaining too. And the story is good too because it's like a Christmas carol, but a modern take. And the whole spin on like Santa and the afterlife type of thing is like really interesting to think about too. It's very imaginative. So I thought that was really a standout and I think I'll watch it probably at least every other year. But yeah, those are my honorable mentions and my number one movie, which holds a really, really special place in my heart. I could watch it year round is Home Alone. I absolutely adore this movie. I also include the second one in this. Just absolutely one of my favorite movies ever, I think. Very, very quotable. Great performances. The music's great. The environment's great. The set's great. The humor is like very like childish, I guess you could say. But it still also makes me laugh like how Elf does. Like I actually watched it a little bit a few weeks ago at a hotel. It was like the only thing on and I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is so embarrassing because like the amount I laugh is, <laughs> it's just stupid. It's, it's ridiculous and I'm very aware of it. But yeah, it's so good. I feel like it's fascinating to me how they could take a subject that's actually really scary, like for a child to be home alone or away from the family for home invasions are really scary. Like I actually get kind of scared of, I watch a lot of horror movies, but home invasion type ones actually really scare me. But they took those scary topics and made it into like a comedy and a feel good. And I think that's pretty impressive that they were able to do it. But yeah, just the music, so many iconic nostalgia for me, every little thing from the mac and cheese to the pizza at the hotel in New York, like all very fun. It's just, wow. And great cast. It really is just so fun and entertaining and yeah, holds a very special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's iconic, right? Like I think all of the movies on our list today are. I mean, I've watched it. I think I've watched it a couple times, but I didn't really ever watch it growing up. Like, I definitely knew about it, but it doesn't have the nostalgia factor, unfortunately, for me, right? I mean, I think Christmas movies in general feel nostalgic just because of, like, I don't know. That's just, like, the main emotion that gets emitted <laughs> through Christmas movies. But in terms of my personal life, it's not nostalgic for me. So, I think it's still on my list of things to watch every year, but I don't always get to it. But I think I'll watch it this year, like maybe every other year. So I feel like I want to list like every single Christmas movie ever for my honorable mentions, but I obviously will not. <laughs> also, like the movies I'm going to mention or that we're talking about today, I think they all center around Christmas. But there's also a ton of movies that I watch at this time of year, but don't have anything to do with Christmas. For example, like The Sound of Music. I just mm. in the last few years it's on my Christmas list, but it literally has nothing to do with it. So I'm just sticking, you know, to the main ones that actually have something to do with Christmas. So uh, one of them is Let It Snow, uh, which is the one that's based on, I think, uh, John Green and someone else's novel, um, has different like teen storylines going on all at once. I think it's super cute. Another one is The Holiday Calendar, which is also on Netflix. And I think that's like the closest to like a Hallmark style one, but it's the best. So <laughs> I actually think it's super, super cute. I love all the cartoons. So like I mentioned, the Grinch animated cartoon from the 60s. I love watching Frosty the Snowman. Rudolph. Rudolph is <sighs> falling out of favor with me. <laughs> Sounds so stupid. But um, <laughs> I, I usually watch 
the original like Rudolph cartoon, the red nosed reindeer, by the way, that Rudolph. Yeah. And then like I watched it last year and I was super bored. So I think I'm still going to watch it out of like some kind of obligation <laughs> that I've thrust upon myself. But it doesn't, it's not as entertaining as Frosty, yeah. I think. Gotta admit. Also, Charlie Brown, super fun. So those are my honorable mentions. There's a ton of other like rom-com types that I love, but like we'd be here all day. Okay, actually, I'm going to add Frozen. I know it doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas technically, but like, come on. I love it. No, I adore Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a guess for what my number one movie is? Last Christmas. Yes. (laughs) So... This one came out in 2019. It features Amelia Clark and Henry Golding. And I think it is one of the most underrated Christmas movies and movies in general that exists. I know. I think it's like popular enough type of thing. Like a lot of people who love Christmas movies probably do know this one. But in general, I think it flew under the radar. Mm-hmm, I think so too. And I only watched it, I think, for the first time a couple of years ago, maybe. But I holy shit that I instantly fell in love like instant emotional reaction to this movie I think it is one of the most unique movies I've ever seen in my entire life I don't care if it's not objectively a unique movie don't contradict me in the comments please it is just so good Uh, basically it centers around like George Michael songs and Amelia Clark plays a young woman in London who's who used to be sick and she's trying to find her way back to like creating some kind of life. She works at, she works at a Christmas store with uh, Michelle Yeoh, (laughs) Uh, meets this guy and, you know, romantic things ensue. But like, there's so many aspects to it that I think I just, you don't typically see in Christmas movies. I think it's really touching and there is a big twist essentially at the end. And I did not see it coming. Again, don't make fun of me if mm-hmm. someone listening did. <laughs> it took me until the very end to figure it out. Like, yeah, okay, I was cool. like, wow. I'm not alone. They literally hinted it the whole time. <laughs> I burst into tears, though. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Every time I watch good. it, I cry, like, super, super hard. It's kind of my cocoa. It's my winter cocoa. You know what I mean? Because, okay, like, yeah. not the chocolate, yeah. but, like, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatch cocoa every year, and I sob as if it's the first time, like sob. I'm not talking like, <laughs> I'm just going to like dab at my eyes. Like, no, like my face is wet with tears. And so I think last Christmas is the equivalent, but for Christmas time, please go and find it, buy it, rent it. I don't care what you do, but if you haven't seen this movie, you have to. <laughs> Jackie, this was so fun. Yeah, it's definitely getting me in the holiday mood. Well, Jackie and I, when we're recording this, we're actually going to watch a movie right after. So I would love for everyone to take bets on if it ends up being a Christmas movie or not. Because <laughs> it's only mid-November yeah. at the time of recording. But, you know, uh, Christmas cannot come too early. <laughs> I mean, my last name's Noel, so yeah, I do it year round. Yes. <laughs> you have Christmas tied to you forever. Yes. Let me tell you, the amount of free noel signs etc that we get from neighbors throughout our whole lives it's it's a lot but can't complain i love that and i've met people whose last names are christmas oh. and i'm like that's so goofy you know it's wild like it's just funny that someone's last name could be christmas and then like well that's basically my last name though but it just sounds better because it's in french yes that's <laughs> so true <laughs> And 
And that's the show. You can find us on Instagram, threads, Twitter, and TikTok at WatchedItPod, or you can email us at WatchedItPod at gmail.com. Please make sure to let us know your favorite holiday films. You can comment on our post. You can review us on Apple and Spotify and then leave your favorite movies there. But we're always searching for new Christmas movies to add to our respective lists. So please, please, please share with us. Happy watching and see you next week.